Welcome back to the Two Marks and Spark Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash spark to get three free months when you sign up for the 12-month package. That brings you up to 15 months of the best VPN on the internet. Anyway. I'm not. You apparently don't have it. Well, yes, I do. Actually, I do have it. Why? Hi, Rob. Because your internet took forever to get set up. Let's go. No, my internet's fine. I just couldn't hear you for some reason. You had to mess around with something over there. I don't know. So, Rob, how you been, bud? I've been all right. How about you? Oh, not too bad. You know, same shit, different day. I mean, other than my dad dying of COVID, we're good. Rock and roll. Two weeks later. Oh, goodness. I, 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 well, let's do let's do some wrestling. Okay, let let's talk about some wrestling then, shall we? Do you want to talk about current wrestling or past wrestling? I'll give you the choice, my friend. Hey, you know what? Dealer's choice. You go first. Okay, let's talk about some wrestling we've been watching. How about that? Let's let, let's. Okay. I've been watching AEW, so that, that I can't watch. I watched NXT last week, and I actually thought NXT was a decent show last week. Outside. Wonderful. I thought it was decent. I didn't think it was good by any means, and I think Joe vacating the title is a fucking shitstorm, and they're gonna have to fucking deal with that. But well, I mean, he's if he's hurt, he's hurt. Um. Yeah. What are you gonna? I mean, if he's hurt, he's hurt. I mean, that's like you know we're in football season right now, and if and if you're running back. Uh, tweaks his knee and he and he tore an ACL or whatever. He's out. He's out. I mean, I've been there. New York Giants. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. But if they get hurt, they get hurt. They tweak a knee. They they tweak this. They tweak that. They tweak the other thing. They're out. They're out. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the unfortunate truth of the matter, isn't it? I mean. I, th- there's been reports that he's not legitimately hurt. I don't buy that. I don't think he'd have given up the title willingly if he wasn't hurt. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know. Did we do this? Did we do this because we need, uh, we need to send, uh, what's his name? Carrying cross up, up, uh, to raw. So he can be the third member of demolition. Excuse me. I was burping. I didn't burp in your phone. Rom. But what what really was the reason? We don't know. We don't know. They could be totally lying to us and making Joe just give up the belt for no fucking reason whatsoever. Uh, I don't know that you pay him that much money only to do that. I really don't. Well, according to Meltzer, who I trust about as far as I could throw him, uh, he says he was hired in more of an administrative role, but for the money they're paying him, I can't see that being the case. And I've seen how big you are, and and you're kind of scrawny. Uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't throw Meltzer anywhere. Um, but shout out to Bryce. Um, <laughs> Why are we? Yeah, Bryce isn't here. By the way, if if y'all haven't figured it out, and everybody listening hasn't figured it out, Bryce is not here. <laughs> but we watched we watched uh, AEW together, like a week Me, ago. You. And Bryce. Yeah, Bryce told the story on the podcast we did 
the day after. And I kind of enjoyed. Well, now I gotta go listen today, but I kind of enjoyed hanging with Bryce. You, eh, not so much. You keep changing your stories to whether or not you had a good time with me or not. Like one day you did, well, the next day you didn't. You, you're changing your story. Well, every time I say I didn't have a good time with you, you cry like a baby back bitch. So we gotta calm it down. I gotta stop insulting you. Apparently. Well, I don't cry. I'm just confused as to why you are insulting me. But okay. No, uh, you do cry. You do cry. And for the fans out there, he does cry. Uh, no, I don't. Anyway, let's. You, you, oh, I'm sorry. Puke. No, anyways. I did puke the last, the last time we were on one of these Zoom meetings. I did puke. Next subject. Where are we going with this bad boy? Let's talk about something you were there for, I guess. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, because it just passed, let's talk about that whole 9-11 SmackDown. Yeah, okay. I just watched right. it, I watched it about a month ago. Um, because they were covering it, or not even a month ago, a couple weeks ago, because they were covering it on all of, uh, Conrad's shows. Sure. And they, and... We also did a WWE special that is available on the Peacock Network. I, I did watch it. Actually, at your recommendation, I did watch it. Uh, Rob called me Friday night and told me to watch it, and I did. See, I listened to you. Thank you. It's the smartest thing you've ever done. Well, I try to be smart, don't I? Listen, if uh, if we don't get on the rails, JJ is going to get upset with us. So, <laughs> yes, 11 podcast. JJ, I love you. I'm sorry if we're off the rails. Uh, I got two words for you. All right, now back to the 9-11 podcast. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about this specifically is it just passed. The 20-year anniversary just passed, and it's the whole, you know, everybody's covering that SmackDown right now, so I figured, well, can't beat them, join them. Um, no, and, and, and you know what? Uh, I have no problem talking about that because it was a, it was a – difficult time in my life um i grew i was born and raised in uh the new york new jersey area um and when i say that my house that i grew up in was literally you could walk out my door walk 10 minutes down the street and you'd be at the hudson river looking at the trade center and the empire state building and all of that stuff so um you know, it was a, it was a a very difficult time for me. Um, I was in uh, San Antonio and Houston, obviously, with everything. I remember my mom calling me. My mom was not a fan that I had uh, a dog. Buddy was her name. Um, it I'm was sure she lab. was a wonderful dog. She was um, she was one of the best I ever had, and trust me, I got 14 now, and and Buddy still ranks up there. However, Buddy was was going nuts, and my mother called me. Oh Jesus Christ! The dog would shut up because when I was on the road, my mom would wash the dog. Problem was, you you know what the dog was was upset about? The planes flying into the towers. She was smelling the burning flesh. Oh, shit. 
and and the dog buddy uh, was going ape shit, just in circles because apparently, you know, it, 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 it was so bad, you know, as everything was going on as we go through, and and I'll tell you, my mom didn't turn on the TV until, and again, everybody says this, the second plane came around and hit the building. Understand my dog was smelling the first plane and going through that. And that's what woke my mother up. And then she turned the TV on to get a cup of coffee and a cup of tea. My mom loved tea, not coffee. Um, and then she called me to curse me out about the stupid dog that wasn't so stupid we we were already turning the tvs on because vince had to stop at crack of dawn were you in houston because i remember hearing that you were in minneapolis like the night before for raw no we were in san antonio we were in san antonio the night before and then we went to houston am i mixing this up with the eddie thing where yeah probably yeah i mix Um, these tragedies up because they just they're so some of them are so similar <laughs> we were well this was this was were a, a lot of eddies that went down in this thing um we were in san antonio and we went to houston and because we were supposed to tape smackdown tuesday night and obviously everything happened the way it did but I'll never forget Vince's leadership. Um, you know, we we look back, and I don't care what what uh, form of of uh, political views anybody has who listens to this. If you look back at at George Bush and the way he handled when he went to New York, and and they were chanting, and he said, "Soon those people who hit these buildings." Well, here all of us, and they cheered and went through everything they were going through. We had a similar kind of speech the night we were going to do SmackDown. And Vince really laid it out there. And you just felt... You weren't scared anymore. Not that anybody was scared, but or maybe some people were. I don't want to speak for everybody, but Vince always had a way of rallying the troops. And you'll hear a lot of stories of if you listen to other interviews, podcasts, and this, that, and the other thing. You hear a lot of things about how Vince always had a way of convincing you to do things. You went in there and you were going to say, fuck you, I'm not going to do this. That's what Edge said he was going to do about the whole show two days later. And And, he didn't do it. But Vince Vince has a way of of talking and convincing you. Now, for some of us, myself included, (laughs) I, I was scared to fly. So, are you still scared to fly? I I still am. Yeah, I don't like doing it. And and looking forward to uh, 
uh, not Dallas, because Dallas, from where I am right now, is not that big, big of a deal. Maybe an hour and a half. I still don't like flying. Don't get me wrong. My family lives up in in upstate New York, and I still, I'm going to be doing, obviously, if we haven't already covered it, uh, the uh, Inspiration slash Iconics in the big event, New York, uh, November 13th, and then Albany, November 14th. However, I'm still not a fan of flying. Wow. Why? Wow. Why? <laughs> That's Why? November 13th is the same day as the rescheduled full gear. So I'm wondering what the hell they're going to do about that. But what? Why? Oh. What, what does that have to do with the Iconics? I don't know. I, AW fans travel. I'm surprised they're not going to be wherever full gear is, especially. I can uh, tell you right now, you want a spoiler on your show? I'll give it to you right now. They are not showing up until the next year. They're not showing up until 2022. Anywhere. There. Call Uncle Dave. I would rather I not. I can tell you right now. I could tell you right now. As God is my damn witness, and I talked to them today, I can tell you. For a fact, they are not doing anything until 2022. Oh, that's not surprising. That's, num that's number one. That's not surprising. That's number one. Number two, would Peyton Royce slash Cassie Lee go any place other than with her husband? Why wouldn't you want to travel with your husband? That's why I'm confused as to how they're going to do this whole big event New York thing with the signings and then... Is she going to go to full gear immediately after and watch that? Or is she just going to stay in New York? Like, how's that going to work for her logistically? I don't know. Well, they, 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 they're, they're not doing it. That's that's the point. Um, so that's that's the first thing. But do you know where full gear? Quick question, because you're our insider. Do you know where full gear is going to be? Because I've heard rumors, but do you know anything? I don't. I don't. I have no clue. I have no care. Um, I've heard Minneapolis. That that. Listen, you know, I'm excited that AEW just started taping back in the old TNA uh, uh, studios here in Universal. Did you go to that? I did. No, I did not. Well, my father passed away. Thank you so much for your sympathies, Ben. Um, well, well, I didn't know what day it happened. On 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 the day that that he died i did not go to the tapings i was supposed to but i did not i i you know i, I had a lot of other things going on well obviously i didn't know what day it Thank happened you, ben. i didn't Thank know you, what ben. day it happened <laughs> okay and and the fact that you want me still on your podcast numerous times you might want to call vince russo and try and ask him but anyways, why fans, would I do that? Listen, I will I will talk to you guys all night long on at Rob Hockman on Twitter, Rob Hockman on Facebook. Uh, you could do so many different things. Let's get back uh, to 911. This, this this Ben podcast might go in the crapper. Let's get because... back to 911. Good lord. Oh, now you want to. I've wanted to for the last 7 minutes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So, so you get the call what from I was your trying mom. To tell you was Vince, what I was trying to tell you was Vince had a way of, of inspiring the troops, if you will. Um, and inspire he did. One of the big words were, fuck them. We're not going to let them dictate us. 
And tonight, we are going to go out and show the world that we are not afraid, and we are the United States of America. Was this one of his ringside things where he'd stand in the ring and everybody would sit? No, no, this was in the back. This was in the locker room, and this was – Vince had a way of of doing things like this, and I'm paraphrasing. There were a lot of curses, a lot of a lot of foul words used, uh, but you kind of just felt inspired after that. You didn't, you forgot about, you forgot about the fear that you may have had, and you went out there. Those talents went out there, and we worked obviously behind the scenes, but everyone just kind of did their 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 shit that they were supposed to do because you just did it you just believed in Vince you just didn't care you were like you know what screw this fuck them we're right fuck you they're wrong and we did it and it was the most starting with Lillian Garcia well, no, starting with the fans chanting USA the minute they got in that goddamn building. But then you had Lillian Garcia with when that when that beautiful woman sings the national anthem. If tears don't come to your eyes, you you, you don't exist. By the she way, is, by the way, she has not changed her appearance in any way, shape, or form. She hasn't aged a day in about twenty-five years. And she's 50. She just turned 56 years old. Yeah, she hasn't aged today since. She hasn't aged today since 2000. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. But she's. Her voice is just tremendous. Her voice is tremendous. And I remember Vince tapping her on the shoulder and saying, and you're going to go out there and you're going to belt it out. And that poor girl, girl, woman, okay, I don't want to offend anybody, um, had a lot, you know, you want me to belt out the national anthem, I got friends and family that we still haven't found yet. You want me to belt out the national anthem as best I can. And that became the, the damn symbol. Like, Vince was so moved by that. Oh, she was tremendous. She was tremendous. She really was. And Let's backtrack. When did you first find out, okay, SmackDown's fucking canceled? It's that Tuesday. Let's. Go. Oh, on two. Oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah, there was, there was so many security breaches. There was so many things. We couldn't do that. We couldn't do that. Just from a logistical standpoint, it, it couldn't happen because you didn't know what was going on in the world. Right. Look at what happened in this, in this country. You just didn't know what was going on. You couldn't hold an event, wrestling, baseball, football. You couldn't do shit. You couldn't do any of that crap. Um, we knew we were going to be canceled or postponed. At the bare minimum. Yeah. but And you also knew you couldn't fly home. You couldn't go home. They shut down the airports. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do it. It wasn't like we were stranded. 
Right. So, uh, you know, you waited for the leader. You waited for the leader to lead. And Vince, in as only Vince can, said, we're going to be first. And we're going to do this. And this is how we're going to do it. And if you watch all of those vignettes and, you know, and I don't know if I've said it on your podcast, I know I've said it on mine on Perched on the Top Rope. Uh, the, the guys he has that does their videos, you know, their vignettes and all this shit, they have a way of pu- pu- pulling emotion out of you that are just second to none. Borash and, is one of them that does that, right? Well, he was, he is now, he, he wasn't at the time, right? He is now, but what, what I'm trying to say is if you go back and you Google, uh, the, the, that nine 11 episode or that nine 13 episode, the SmackDown episode, the video beforehand, he incorporated Bush's words. He incorporated, uh, the horror, the tragedy. But then he also incorporated the hope and the light. And it was, God, it was tremendous. And I do want to talk, I do want to talk a little bit about the, what they did on SmackDown Friday as well, because I thought they did a really good job calling back to that a lot on the show, especially early on in the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. And, and being in Madison Square Garden, which was a place that Vince always loved, always, you know. I mean, that was WWE's. Home. That was WWE's house. Um, you know, uh, it was tremendous. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, they didn't have Selena Vega on the show when she was scheduled. Because Edge and Seth ran long. That's why it went on the show. Sometimes accidents happen. And when you're, when you're scripting a live show, sometimes shit happens. Shit gets fucked up. It, it does. It really does. You know how many times, if I had a nickel, eh, maybe a quarter. A quarter, for every time I scripted out stuff, and it got chopped. Not only just we got to go, the worst part is, here's the worst part. When you script, when you when they tell you you got seven minutes, okay, and then they come to you and say, well, we only got four. Do you know how hard that is to, I'd rather you chop the whole goddamn thing. Because coming out with four, and you go live in 10 minutes. Oh, we got a problem. We got a problem, son. Because now we got to rethink the whole match. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's go here. We're going to go bump, bump, bump. We're going to go off the road. What, what can we chop? You have to figure out. You got to chop three minutes. That's a significant amount of time. Hell, even two minutes would be pretty significant. On a, a one minute, one minute would be because you have to rethink the whole thing really fast. And you have to think hard on your feet. And when I tell you, you know, uh, 
if I hung up on you right now, you'd have to think about what you were gonna fill the podcast with. Right. You understand? That's like Vince or 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 or, or Bruce saying, "Well, you gotta chop a minute off this. Two minutes with the girls. It was three. You know how hard that is. Look at a good edge." Uh, 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 Seth Rollins match it was a very good match, which is very good. Take three minutes off of it. Now you got to show me, and and this is for your audience as well. Think about where you would take three minutes off of that. I what if I did I, that to you? What if I did that to you at WrestleMania, which has happened before, mind you? It's happened before. Take a good match. Take Macho Man Ricky Steamboat. Okay? Which is considered one of the greatest matches of all time. What if I told you, take three minutes off that, because Hogan and Andre really need their time. Yeah, that... Figure out where you're going to take the three minutes off of that. Think well, with, about that. With Savage Go and back Steamboat. and watch it and think about it. With Savage and Steamboat, it's even harder because I don't remember them ever having like a rest period in the match that was more than about 15 seconds. They didn't. But if I told you you now have to take out three minutes, not only would Macho Man lose his goddamn mind because he scripted that match whew, better than anybody, but to take three minutes, you have no idea how big three minutes is and if you have a if, if if anybody listens to this and they wonder how big three minutes is what i'd like you to do because i'm going to tell you how they train me i'd like you to go into a room turn the lights out sit in darkness set your cell phone or your watch whatever you got for three minutes and sit in complete darkness no cell phones, no iPads, no laptops. Just sit in darkness for three minutes. Fully awake. Don't go to sleep. And fully understand how long three minutes is. It's a long freaking time. Somebody hears one minute, like you were saying, Ben. Oh, shave one minute, shave two minutes. Sit in darkness for 60 seconds. Complete darkness. And understand how long 60 seconds is. And think about how many moves you could do. And how many moves your opponent could do with you. That's a long time. And when we're talking live TV, it is very hard. Very hard. So... If it was a tape show and something ran long, you can just... You can edit things. Now, listen, if it's a tape show like AEW Dark, uh, we can go 20 minutes and I can shave you down to, to five. And I can get in, you know, a couple other jobber matches. But when we're live on Monday Night Raw, when you're live on Friday Night SmackDown... I don't think SmackDown ever should have gone live, by the way. I think that was kind of a... No, I think they had to because it was... You're getting paid that much money. Fox wants it. Um, 
you know, there's a lot of things I, I would change and I will change if and when Disney purchases WWE. Wait, we're allowed to just say that on the show now? Okay. Okay. Why not? Uh, Why? I don't know. Who's who's going to put up $4 billion? Come on. It's up to $4 billion now. Oh, wow. Okay. I said, I've always said between three and four. Oh, maybe you don't listen to your own show. Oh, that's but true. You'll get on. You'll get. You'll get. You'll get with it. Where is Bryce, by the way? Because I'd rather have him as a host instead of you. Um, I'm sorry, JJ. Did that upset you? No, JJ's fine. Okay, as long as JJ's okay, that's all we care about. I, what else you want to touch on? What else you want to touch on? I Ben. I I have a lot of things I want to touch on actually. Right, let's touch them. Uh. What did you think of Dynamite Wednesday? Because I already did a full review. We don't have to go in depth on that. What did you think of Dynamite on Wednesday? Uh, I thought it was good. The one thing I don't like is CM Punk. Um, basically, Howard Finkling the show. Um, so uh, CM Punk comes out. And then he's like, we're in Cincinnati! And then the whole place goes on. We got Jack they pop. We got Cincinnati Zone, Brian Pillman Jr. And then they all go nuts. Is that what I paid for? Is that what I paid for? Because all CM Punk is right now is a Howard Finkel. And, and, and I love Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel, by the way, did my wedding. And I can actually send you the video. Um, you, I, didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> yes, Howard Finkel was the MC for my wedding. And that's great. Uh, yes. Oh, it was tremendous. But here is the thing. If you ever went to a house show or a or a live show before it went live, Howard back in the day would say, Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for John Cena? And the whole place would go nuts. Are you ready for the Undertaker? And the whole place would go nuts. And it would get everybody jacked up, and then they would start, you know, then you would start feeling that revving. You know what I mean? I call it the revving. Uh, it's that, It's that. yeah, I'm ready for John fucking Cena. Yeah! Give me the Undertaker. Yeah! Are you ready for Stone Cold? Stay Austin! And the whole place. Yeah, I am. Yeah, give me a damn beer. Yeah! And that's what Punk was. Wednesday night, Punk was like, we're in Cincinnati! He's going to be on commentary this week, by the way. By the way, I, I, I beat up Darby Allen, who, who is worthless. But I'm back! And guess what? John Moxley is here! Yay! And he's going to beat up a Japanese guy that nobody gave any bill to, even though he is a, a phenomenal worker. Um, oh, and we've got we've got Brian Pillman Jr. here who has lost several matches and we haven't given a push to since he's come here. But yes, he's here in Cincinnati. Are you ready? And if you just keep yelling the hometown over and over, the fans will get wild. No, no, no. And I'll say this 
one more time. Tony Khan, you have $8 billion that your father is leaving you. Get a fucking haircut. Next question. He wasn't even on the show Wednesday, but I agree with you. I don't give a fuck. He's got a mop head, and he should look like a goddamn professional. Vince looks like a million bucks, 80 years old or 50 years old. He never had a hair out of place, except when he got stone cold stunned. Get out of here. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying he wasn't on the show Wednesday. <laughs> oh, he comes out. He figures out a way to bring his mop head out. Well, I one thing I no, noticed. I get, I, get, I, I get very bent out of shape about a few things, but that's that's just me. Here, just insult me. You'll feel better. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm not gonna hurt. I, I, you know, I wish Bryce was here, but I'm, not, I'm good. We both wish Bryce was here. I think Bryce wishes Bryce was here. You didn't say that to me offline, but okay. Well, I said Bryce is at work, because he is. No, you said I'm glad he, I'm doing the show with you and not him. That's not what I said, but okay. Anyway, next question. Uh, did you think there was a lot of timing issues Wednesday night, or am I nuts? Like, everything felt really con like they were rushing, especially towards the end of the show with Suzuki and Moxley? Yeah, when you, when you uh, don't have this thing, well... And this goes back to what we were talking about. When you go back to, we got to trim a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And as you get closer and closer to the main event, it comes harder and harder. Because especially with like Rampage or Dynamite, you got a hard, you got a hard close. You got a hard close. And a hard close means we go off the air at 10 o'clock. They may give us 10.02, and I say may. There, while AEW has a truck, TNT has a truck. And TNT may say we'll stick with it, and they may go to Law & Order. Well, they may go to uh, Blended, the new Adam Sandler movie. You never know. Or they may go to the Equalizer, the Denzel Washington Whatever. Whatever the hell they want to go to. But that's why when they're like, okay. And you can see this on Monday Night Raw. When, let's say, uh, uh, Roman Reigns, I'm going to go SmackDown, sorry. Roman Reigns is going to fight John Cena for the world title. But the match goes off at 10.54. We got a problem. Yeah. And that's when you know there's going to be a, a smaz, as we like to call it, or a squash real quick. Uh, the Usos will run in and ding, 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 disqualification. You know, and, and all hell breaks loose, and, and, and we don't need to listen for the announcer, the ring announcer, to say, the winner of the match, because if the Usos jumped in, and let's say Cena's got, I don't know, uh, somebody else with him, and, and, a, and a brouhaha breaks out, 
you know that the title didn't change hands. So whether you got disqualified or I did, does it matter? No, title can't change we hands anyway. We went off the air with all hell breaking loose. Wonderful. But see, fans have gotten hip to that, and now they know it. And and so now the problem becomes, especially for AEW, because Tony doesn't trim things the right way, you you find things rushed. Let's go, let's go. Bloody, 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 hit, 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 head, 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 and go home. And we didn't tell his story. First of all, can I, and, and you and I were watching the AEW pay-per-view. Yep. And I mentioned this actually to Sonny Ono today. When you were watching the AEW pay-per-view, you know, uh, the, Moxley did his thing. But then all of a sudden, you know, Suzuki comes out and does his gimmick. Suzuki does his gimmick. He does all the shit. Did the fans? I'd give you a dollar for every fan that knew who the hell that guy was. I think a lot of people did because a lot of people were singing his music. Because I went back and watched it. Okay. Well, I don't know how long I've been in this business. How long have I been in this business, Ben? Uh, since... Uh... Uh, I don't know the exact... A cup of coffee? A, a good cup of coffee? Uh, if you were going by cups of coffee, I would say several cups of coffee. Coffee. I've had no... I had no clue who this guy was. And I don't mean to insult the man. Because I love Japanese talent. And I love all Japanese wrestlers. Yuji Nagata, shout out to him. I love him. Um, but... Uh, they had such a poor buildup. To this man coming to this country. And I'll tell you exactly what Sonny Ono said to me today. He said it is just a matter of time. Before New Japan. Decides not to work. With AEW any longer. Because why am I sending my guys. Over to America. To get beat up by Moxley. Only to quarantine. For 14 days when they come back to Japan. Two days later. New Japan's over here right now. That's the thing. They're all over here right now. I understand it, but certain some of these guys, they just go back home. Right. So let me ask you a question, Ben. If I said to you, fly over to Japan for one day, get your head handed to you, cut yourself up, blade yourself, and then come back to America, and when you come back to America, you don't get to go home. You have to sit in a hotel, a Holiday Inn, or a Motel 6 at that for 14 days. And you have to figure out where your meals come from and all of this fun stuff. I don't know that you necessarily would want to work for AEW too many times. And when you knew you were going to have to do that or you knew friends that were going to have to do that, you might want to tell them, hey, based on my experience, uh, it kind of sucks. And trust me, the money isn't right there. I could tell you right now, I've talked to Japanese talent. 
and and I've actually been trying to book them for several shows here in America. Here's the thing, Minoru Suzuki isn't as far as all the reports I've read, Minoru Suzuki isn't signed anywhere. He isn't exclusive to New Japan or All Japan. He's been living in Japan and working in Japan. But yeah, but he's... do you understand? Yeah, but you're missing the point. I just asked you. If I told you to fly to Japan. Yeah, I wouldn't tomorrow, do it. I wouldn't do it. Would you? I know, I definitely would. And there isn't a big, big payday. There isn't a payday, you know, whatever they gave Suzuki. It's definitely not a, a, a decent payday. It sounds like he's going to be back on TV this week, by the way. Okay. Then they're keeping him here two weeks. At least they're paying him. Wonderful. There's rumors that, that it's going to be a Yuji tag Nagata. match at Grand Slam. They didn't do that with Yuji Nagata. And they won't do that with Ultimo Dragon. Because they've had the chance to do it with Ultimo Dragon. And Tony Khan wanted Ultimo Dragon to drop to Penta. Really? You freaking mop head. Next caller. Uh, let's move off of Dynamite. What did you think of Pac versus Andrade on Rampage? I actually wanted to know that because I thought that was a really good match. I like I like Andrade. I like him a lot. I think Pac is a phenomenal worker. I thought they had a great match. Uh, you know, it, this is all a lead up. This is all a lead up to Andrade getting Ric Flair and then ultimately Charlotte Flair. So you do think Charlotte's going to AEW, right? I would bet my house on it. And I've got a beautiful house. From what you've told me, I agree. So much so, so much so, I'd bet one of my dogs on it. And I love my dogs more than I love you, Ben. That's fair. I'll I'll accept that. <laughs> I love my dogs more than I love life, and I would bet that that Charlotte shows up in AEW. Well, I would have to think she will too, because her entire family has now left the Fed and is seemingly all headed one way. And why? And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I, I mean. Listen, is there anything left for Charlotte to accomplish? And that's part of the too quick, too fast kind of thing. She's a 12-time, 13-time world champion. Because they've hot potatoed the belt on her. But they, they, yeah, you said it 1 million percent correct. They hot potatoed it. They, 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 uh, 50-50 book it. Has she ever had a reign of more than 60 days? I don't think she has. Oh, no. She was, she was a great world champion. The problem that I have is she wins WrestleMania, or I'm sorry, she wins what? Uh, Money in the Bank. She won. And uh, the the superhero in training, the shit, beats her the very next night on Monday Night Raw. Come on. And then they put the belt back on her at SummerSlam. And they put the belt back on. Well, you knew that was going to happen because the, the, the superhero in training, a.k.a. the shit, couldn't hang. She can't hang with all these girls that are that are ten times her size. And when I say ten times her size, I'm talking height, ability, all these things. I thought Nikki, Nikki Cross was very good as the psycho, you know. Even that, though, it's not realistic. It's not believable. 
let's get let's get characters that are believable. What do you want? T.L. Hopper to come back and 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 God no. Uh, you know, I mean, what 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 is the uh, you know a believable gimmick? There's superhero in training or Nikki Ash almost the superhero. No, you're the shit. You are the shit. The superhero in training. You are Rosie. I mean, they did it to sell merch because that's what everything's about now. It's not about having a good product. It's about selling merch. You're right, but see. You wonder why there's so many releases in WWE. It's because eventually somebody's getting the Vince and going, really? The superhero in training? Nikki almost the superhero? We gotta get rid of her. All right, pal. How fast can we get rid of her? Well, she's got this much on her contract, and this is the downside, and this is how we can do it, and this is this, this is that, this is the other thing. So when you see like a Braun Strowman, where you see a Bray Wyatt, it is a strategically planned move. Alistair Black, case in point, was on SmackDown Friday night and then was terminated on Sunday or Monday morning. It is a strategic move because paydays come at certain times and we know when to cut people and how to move it groove it and do what we're supposed to do so again off the rails sorry you're fine you're doing a great job you're you're being robbed that's all i ask you to do. i know i'm doing a great job ben you don't gotta tell me bryce would keep me on the rails ben you just i you like know, it off the rails i think we have more fun that way i just deal with you only because bryce will not grace us with this presence and i'm getting a little upset with bryce so bryce if you're listening uh, I would take off of work and, 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 Hey, let's know. talk about one of your favorite subjects, drinking with Kevin Nash. I love Kevin Nash. What are you talking about? Red wine, Camus red wine. If any fans go to a autograph session with Kevin Nash, go to your local liquor store, get a bottle of Camus, C-A-Y-M-U-S red wine and bring it to Kevin and let him know that the great one Rob Hockman uh, thought of it, and and so did you. Obviously, not not yet, not you, Ben, because you're too cheap. But any of the fans that go to a Kevin Nash autograph session, because they're great. Well, if I ever go to a Kevin Nash autograph session, I'll do that. You're gonna bring a bottle of Camus? Sure. How much are they? Okay. Okay. They're about three hundred dollars a bottle. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. That's not horrible. So Ben's not bringing Camus. So yes, drink it with Kevin. Love Kevin. Uh, let's talk about somebody else who's a, a little past retirement at this point, but is still somehow staying relevant. Good for him for doing it. Al Snow was in the news Friday for saving the child from the riptide and almost dying in the process. Well, I didn't hear that he almost died in the process. I, I seen all the uh, he saved the kid. Well, um, apparently they both got taken under by the current, and he almost lost the kid, and the kid, all, and they almost got disconnected, and like Al almost uh, went the wrong way. Oh Jesus! Well, see, this is news to me. Um, Al is phenomenal. I love Al Snow. Um, got to spend time with Al recently at at WrestleMania. Uh, puts Al in in touch with uh, Sonny Ono for Japanese talent. 
And uh, Al, is, Al is a great guy. Al is phenomenal. Um, I enjoyed working with Al way back in the day. Um, and Al is still great to this day. And I didn't hear that, that God, something tragic could have happened. That would have been just, oh, just awful. Um, but listen, if, if this week, as any week has taught us, it is, and for everybody that's listening to this, you just don't know when, when, uh, uh, you know, the good Lord is going to take us, enjoy life, live life to its fullest. And, uh, you know, tell those, tell those that are around you and that mean the most to you, how much you love them, because you just don't know, um, when that time is going to come and, and that for Al, that could have, that could have tragically happened while trying to do a great thing. He, and thank God it did not. Thank God it did not. All he um, said is it got bad enough to the point where his mind went to the point where he said to himself, am I the next Shad Gaspard? Well, you know, thank God it didn't. Um, and if it was bad enough for him to be thinking it, I, Yeah. I've seen a lot of bad things in the past week, losing my dad. Obviously. Due to, due to COVID. Uh, but I've seen a lot of bad things in the hospital. And uh, I don't I don't wish that upon anybody. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it made me... Um, I don't... I don't... Uh, I, I have dogs. And I have my, my wonderful wife and I hugged her and hugged my dogs that much tighter. Right. And my dogs, for some reasons, were wondering why I was hugging them that much tighter without cookies. <laughs> uh, for Al Snow, uh, God bless him and thank God he did, he did what he did. Uh, but, you know, for everybody else that listens to this show, the eight people including Steve um, and JJ. Say hi to Steve. Um, Steve, I love Steve. I talked to Steve the other day, and, and I told Steve this same thing. And JJ, if you're listening, I'm sorry if we went off the rails. Hopefully you'll give us a good tweet, uh, but I still would kick you in the ass. Um, but understand this, uh, all jokes aside, uh you know, we live in a world right now where nothing is ever guaranteed. Long before COVID. Fuck COVID. Long before COVID. Nothing is ever guaranteed. You know, tell those you care about, tell those loved ones that you love them. Hug your dog, hug your cat, hug your fish if you can. Um, do whatever you got to do. Because if, if this week has taught me anything... It is within the blink of an eye. And I will tell you people, I lost my father within four days. He was healthy. To the, to the fact that Friday morning, we were arguing with each other about the Cowboys spread and the, and the Tampa game and all this shit. That was a great game, and by within, the way. And within three hours, he was gone. 
so, you know, I don't want to put a somber mo- mood on this thing. No, no, you're as, absolutely as not. I look at my as I look at my LT WrestleMania 11 boot. And, but, you know, as we get ready to wrap up the show here, I'm going to give you as much time as you want. Say whatever you'd like to say about your dad. I'm going to mute. No, my, I, I'm going to no, let listen, you go. My dad and I told you this the other day, Ben, I told you this the other day. Uh, I, I don't do many of these. No, um, but I enjoy your show, and obviously, I I love 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 my show podcast, uh, perched on the top rope. Oh, it's a great show, and uh, my guys this week, and I and I, I, I yelled at them ten times over for not including me this week because they were more concerned about what I was going through, and I thank them for that, but. Uh, my dad loved the wrestling business. My dad loved, uh, my dad was actually the first person to um, get me involved in all of this crazy crap that we go through. And uh, he would have wanted me to keep doing this crazy shit that we do. And we are going to keep doing this crazy shit that we do. And it's probably going to get crazier. It's only going to get worse. Uh, Tom Phillips, if you're listening, I know you're next. Don't worry. Rob's going to book you. Yeah. So any fans out there that love Tom Phillips, guess what? He'll be working with us. But uh, And Lana, love you too. I know I'll be working with you soon. And 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 uh, that punk and, and, and a certain, well, they'll let me in sooner or later. And if you haven't caught all of that, well, just keep re-listening to the podcast. But anyways, listen to it in slow motion. If that's what it takes. If that's what it takes. Cause I gave you a lot of hints on where perched on a top rope is going to be bringing talent. But anyways, again, I, uh, you know, thank you, Ben, and this has been phenomenal, and I look forward to, to talking with the fans, you know, moving forward, and, and we can do this again. I'm sorry it took a minute or two, but, you know, with everything I was going through, um, it, it, it took me a good minute. Well, but, and that's uh, perfectly understandable. I, I, I truly appreciate everybody's love and support. And, and certainly talking with you and Bryce and, and, and Lee and Alex from Persian on Top Rope. You know, I love all you guys. And you guys have really made uh, this quick and swift loss bearable. And thank you. And, and uh, I love you guys. And I love the fans. And I love the fans. And everybody who listens to this, JJ included, um, you know, uh, thank you. And, 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 and I can't wait to do this again, but thank you. Well, we, we were going to announce, um, before the events of last week, obviously that delayed us a little bit. Um, we were going to announce last week that Rob had joined our team, but obviously the events of last week prevented that. Um, Rob, you are a, a great individual. We love having you. We wouldn't trade you for the world. And, Thank you, guys. And I'm not alone in saying that. Bryce said the same thing. 
Hell, I screenshotted. He won't join it. the show, but he he says the same thing. But that's okay. I screenshotted and sent to you what he said, so you know how he feels. But folks, I think we're gonna get out of here for this week. Rob, are you gonna be back here next Monday again, or are you? What are you thinking? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my damnedest. I tell you what, you know, with everything that that we got going on, and it's not just it's it, you know we're we're back to we're back to rocking and rolling. Um. But we're going to do our damnedest, and if I can, I'll be here. Ben, you know me. I called you at the last second and said, let's rock and roll. That's and maybe we do the same damn thing again. We don't know. But I tell you Rob what. Rob just calls me whenever he feels like talking to me. That's honestly how it goes. And that's because I love you. That's true. <laughs> it seems like whenever I call Rob, though, he doesn't answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dad died that day that you called me, and 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 he actually died like about an hour uh, after you called me. So I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about Monday when we were going to do this last week before your the thing happened. Oh, okay. But I do want to yeah. send condolences to your family and you and everybody. Thank you. No, I love you, Ben. And and all jokes aside, listen, guys, we have a fun time. And if you guys don't understand how much I love Ben and I love Bryce and I love this podcast, then you know what? Find a new one. But these guys are the best. And I enjoy sharing my insight, my wisdom, and my time that I've spent on the road with the WWE, with Impact Wrestling, slash we call it TNA. I call it tits and and ass. well, and and it and it was back then, and we'll get into that on future podcasts and WCW. And I'm staring at my Super Bowl trophy that is just across the way, and I did that with the great New York Giants. And while we may have lost this week, guess what? Don't worry, I've got the trophy, I've got the ring. It is right here. I did want to ask you what you thought about Daniel Jones. That's one thing I did want to ask you before we get. You know what? Other than the fumble, he was good. Other than that fumble, if you, if, if, if anybody, for anybody that's watched that game, if he doesn't fumble like the fumbling idiot that he is, and I love Danny, poor Danny, um, you know, things are, things are a lot different. It's 20, it's still, it's still 20 to, to, uh, seven. We go in, it's 20 to 14. We get the ball back one more time. And and we actually were driving and he makes another mistake. It could have been 21-20. Forget about the uh Melvin Gordon the third who was on my fantasy team. Uh 70-yard run. Thank you, Melvin. You know, think about the way again and 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 I you know, let's talk wrestling. Uh, that's how you change things in a moment. That's how you change things in a moment. That fumble by Daniel Jones caused them to rethink the entire game. And that's how we rethink professional wrestling when we're live on TV. So, Well, my you know, Vikings very... decided to lose to the Bengals. Oh, God, don't even get me started with that. I had a lot of money on that. Don't even get me started. So we were both angry. We were both angry yesterday. Oh, I I get very angry at a lot of teams, and people always said, who is is your favorite football team? And I used to say, whoever I'm betting on, you know, because I never bet on my New York Giants. I don't bet on my home team. But who is your favorite team? 
it's whoever I'm betting on this week. And God, I looked at my seven team parlay, seven team parlay, and I had three winners. And I played with no spread. How do the freaking Buffalo Bills lose? Aaron Rodgers, hey, stop playing with our WCW belt and win a goddamn game. You freaking bitched all this time. Go back to Jeopardy, you shithead. Uh, you know, uh, it was it was horrible. It and, was horrible. And then we have Kurt Cousins. I, I did, I did I, just to increase my odds in a 17 parlay for people who don't, uh, f- for people who don't gamble. When you play with no spread, sometimes you have to look for an underdog to increase your odds to just multiply because it's a multiplier. So I did bet the Giants to like multiply it to 33 to 1. Now think about this. Bet $5, $10 on, on a 33 to 1. Okay, 10 bucks, it's nothing. It's a, it's a Starbucks coffee. But if that sucker hits, you get $330. And the Giants did that because you, you you have to bet a crazy underdog. And I thought, honestly, I thought the Giants would have beaten Denver. But Bridgewater showed didn't. up, though. But I had Holy I had shit. four I had far more losers than the New York Giants. I was I was out with the Buffalo Bills. So, uh, you know, and Bills Mafia, you can suck a fat one. How do you feel and, about Kirk Cousins through, today? And go through your tables. Go through your non-gimmick tables, you retards. How do you feel about Kirk Cousins today? Because I'm assuming you bet the Vikings. Uh, you know what? I I feel better about, uh, what's his name, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the Washington football team, as we like to call them. Uh, he busted his hip, so we're probably, we might eke one out on, on Thursday. So go Giants. Pat Hanlon, I love you. I got my trophy sitting right next to me. I got it's my going to be Taylor the- Heineke versus Daniel Jones. What a fucking quarterback matchup that's going to be. Is this a football podcast or a wrestling podcast? Close we- it up, Danny. We talk about whatever we fucking want. Okay. If All you want right. to talk, well then let's talk about let's talk about Bryce not being here twenty four seven. Um, you know, I'm a little angry, a little upset. Uh, you know. Well. Uh, if you're available to do this on one of the Saturdays coming up here in the next couple of weeks, he would be here for that for sure. All right, I'll do. Uh, you know what? I'll do a Saturday just for you. So let the nation know I will do a Saturday just for you. Well, you're also doing it because Bryce would be here, but okay. I will coordinate. Yeah, it's definitely not for you. It's for Bryce, but you guaranteed he would be there. Well, as long as I coordinate with him and make sure he's free that date, yeah, he would be here. <laughs> got more excuses than Noah's got animals. Uh, not really. Fans, you've been listening. You've been listening to uh, two marks and a great fucking genius, right here. Can I change the name of the show to that? Can I name the? Can I change the name of the show to two marks and a great fucking genius? Well, uh, well, it's actually one Ms. Ark and a great fucking genius because Bryce isn't here. However. Wherever podcasts are downloaded, you can find one one Mizark and a great fucking genius and Bryce when he decides to show up. <laughs> find it on Apple, Spotify, Tripify, uh, uh, you name it, you found it. And if you're listening to this, download it, give us a like, give us a follow, 
And uh, and the only reason I know all of this is because right on Perched on the Top Rope, at Perched Top Rope, wherever you could find uh, Twitter, Instagram, podcasts, you name it, you found it. Uh, I know the boys and I know how they they uh, portray the, the, the show. So therefore, I know all the things to say. And other than that, Ben... If you got nothing, let me tell you something. Spoiler free is the way to be. And I'm out. All right. Everybody have a good night.